You are listening to the weekly podcast of Transformation Life Church in Muskegon, Michigan. We pray you enjoy today's message. So I'm going to start this with a story, and hopefully that you guys can catch the gist of what I'm trying to what I'm get across. <clears throat> but uh, as I said, I'm sometimes a little bit of a knucklehead, and it takes a lot to get through this thick skull. You know, being a construction worker for 30 plus years, working around guys that are, you know, rough and tough and big babies if down, down deep, you know. They put that exterior on and they don't let nobody penetrate it only because they're trying to protect themselves, you know. And I'm one of them guys. I like that. Got some ambience, but, you know, there was one time that Isabel, my daughter, my wife, they were sitting over there, and my son, Alec. And uh, kind of proud of Alec yesterday. I'll do a little side note that he went to see his, pr- his friend play some basketball yesterday, and they were short one player. And they pulled him off of the, not off the bench, but they pulled him out of the bleachers, you know, if you want to think about that, and, and talked about it. And they actually won the game, 20 to 16. Yeah. I don't know where he got the talent from, but, you know, probably was his mother. So I, the way I hear it, I guess he made four baskets. So that's pretty cool. But back there was a day when Isabel and her, our neighbor girl were learning how to ride ripsticks. I don't know if you know about that, but that don't look very easy to ride, right? So they said, hey, hey, Dad, come, come learn this with me. I don't know if you know, but I ain't 16. And uh, I'm not as agile as I once was. So I took on a challenge. You know? I can't let my daughter down. You know, I'm a dad. I love my daughter, you know. So I got I to tell you this. So we're at, at my house. There's a, my driveway is on a slope. If you drop a ball, it will self-clean all the way to the street. If you leave a can or pop can, it will find its way to the street. We use that to our advantage. So the girls would get, grab a hold of my truck or Dawn's car and they'd get on this ripstick and they'd get, you know, and they'd let the gravity take them down the hill. Did you hear that? Gravity. Remember that. Because if we don't fight gravity, where do we go? Downhill. Say, there's going to be a bunch of those little catches that you need to catch. Okay? There's one life lesson. If we don't fight life, it will take us downhill, right? So it was my turn. Dun, dun, dun. I made it about that far. And these little girls started laughing at me, you know, like, oh, look at that, you know. So then it was my turn again, and I made it a little bit farther down. Well, I don't know if you guys know this, but when these things get going, you've got to wiggle them a little bit, and they self-propel. It's not like a skateboard where you can go, you've got to do this whole little shimmy, shimmy, shake, shake. Yeah, yeah. So... 
shimmy, shimmy, shake thing. But so Kaylee gets down to the end of the driveway and she just starts doing this little and away she goes. And I looked at Isabel, I'm like, you're next. Well, she got down the end of the driveway and she got down there and she wiggled about three times or four times. And, you know, I'm like, oh, good. That's what you do. Well, it's my turn now. Dun, 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 dun. Lo and behold, I make it to the end of the driveway. Woo! But when I got to the end of the driveway, this thing stopped. <laughs> and I don't know, but a 50-year-old guy, 200 pounds, didn't stop. <laughs> and it hurt. And I went, man, I'm embarrassed. My pride got in the way. Like, I, they ain't going to show me what I can do and what I can't do. I can overcome. I've been a victor. You know, I've come overcome worse things. I'm going to overcome this too. Well, it was my turn again. And the same thing happened. Well, this happens so often. Now, I'm hurt. Let's just advance just a little bit. I'm hurt. My knees hurt, they're bloody through my jeans. My hands are raw. My elbows are bleeding. The last time, we'll advance to the last, the last time I actually hit my head and maybe some of my teeth, I hit, I hit hard. And I went over to the grass, I sat in the grass. And I'm this far from crying. Big, strong guy, construction working guy, hard surface, right? I'm over there kind of fighting my tears a little bit and just... I don't know that I got enough to suck it up, Buttercup, you know, anymore. And I sat there and I watched these little girls go down that hill and go right past everything that I was going through. And the Lord gave me a vision at that time. See, there's times that we've got to get so broken and beat up that we have nothing else to see but what God's looking for us, trying to tell us. Because we're men. We're human. We can do this on our own. I'm going to tell you, we can't do it on our own. So I saw this little wheel like here is our life wheel. We're riding this wheel around. Okay? And I saw this little pebble that Satan's throwing out in front of us. That stops that little wheel from moving. That wheel called life. The little girls could get over that little pebble, it seemed like, effortlessly. And then the vision came on to me. That meant me. As I saw all the burdens that I was carrying. I saw them in the shape of chains wrapped around me. Well, since I'm a physical guy, or physical guy, this is what it looked like to me. Whoops, sorry about that. This is what it looked like. This is what I saw. 
Now, can you imagine being on the wheel of life, carrying all your weight and all your burdens, and Satan throws a little pebble? What do you think is going to happen? And I started seeing these chain, this chain, and started looking at these burdens going, what are, and it got me to think, God, what are all these burdens? I see them, but what are they? What could they be? What are they to me? How do I get rid of them? How do I get rid of them? How do, what, are you, what are you trying to teach me, God? I know I'm a knucklehead. I know I got a thick skull. I've had 16 head concussions. It's pretty thick. He said, well, maybe this link right here is, you know, the hurt that your father gave you. And maybe this link right here is the, the hurt that your mother gave you that you never got rid of. And maybe this link right here remind, re reflects the, the time that you and your brother. I'm not going to finish that. And maybe this link right here is that relationship that was not of me. Maybe this link re reminds you of that finances that you were supposed to take care of and you never did. Maybe this was that situation in school that you don't want to talk about. Maybe this link was a past relationship that failed. Maybe this link was that time that you said you were going to do something and you feel guilty because you never did it. Maybe this link right here is because you feel like you need to tell your children that you love them more and you don't. You know, all these burdens chain together and they make one chain. Can I get rid of one of these links? I can, but it takes effort. Just for one. But I still got the rest. You know, Scripture, through the whole Bible, Scripture gives us ways it talks to us from the old testament all the way to the new testament and how to get rid of get rid of our bondages and it tells us way back before jesus was born way back when the prophecies were coming of jesus and the new, new creation it's there for us to listen pastor says from our pastor pastor rodney do you read your bible or do you read your bible you know i'm gonna go through a couple verses there's four of them actually and I ask you to follow me along. First one's Matthew. You ask, so what do I do to get rid of my burdens? Matthew eleven twenty-eight through verse 30. It says, come to me. How many times have we heard scripture say, tell us to come to, come to God? Come to me. All who are burdened and heavy laden, all who are laden, little excuse me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and who will give you, what do you want? Rest. Take up my yoke upon you, and you will learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly. Lowly. Now, does anybody know what lowly means? Lowly is kind, tender, compassionate, and humble. Lowly. So there's nothing that God has to offer that is harsh. So we shouldn't be afraid. Come to me. If we go to the amplified one, 
This is the same verse, but amplified. Okay? Come to me, all who are wavery, heavy burdened, by religious rituals that provide peace. No peace. Congratulations. And I will give you rest, refreshing your soul with salvation. Refreshing our souls with salvation. My yoke upon you, <clears throat> my yoke upon you and learn, learn from me, following me as my disciples. We've always, we've learned to be disciples. We've learned it through our church. How many times have we implemented it? For I am gentle and I am humble in heart and you will find rest, renewal, blessings, blessed quiet. How many times as fathers and mothers have we wanted just that blessed quiet? You know, so this is the first verse telling us where, what we need to do, right? And this is in Matthew. This is the New Testament. Sometimes, but if we, if we can advance to Psalms, now we're going to get in the Old Testament. So it says, come to me, right? Hope for Psalms, if you could. And the English Standard Version says this. Cast your burdens upon the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Do you guys understand that? The last part of it, he will never let the righteous be moved. Do we understand what the righteous is? When we come to church, we, we start going for God, and we start making our life better. The righteous isn't the people who, or the person who does everything right all the time. Where are they? I'm not it. The righteous are the people who know what's right and are moving for that, trying to accomplish it. And even when we fail at accomplishing the righteousness, we're still righteous because we've tried. We had a pure heart trying to do the right thing. Do you understand that? There should be freedom right there. Even though I fail... I try to do the right thing, and I'm still righteous. Therefore, God says right there in his word that he will not let anybody, let us, be, let us fall. So first we go to God because he's loving and caring. And second of all, he is never going to let us fail. Let's go back to Amplified. I like jumping between different... Um, Translations, thank you very much. Because sometimes one translation can give you a, an idea and get you going one direction. But if you do multiples, I've got four here and they kind of keep you coming in the same path. You follow what I'm saying? So let's go to the Amplified. And we're doing Psalms, right? Yes. It says, can you cast your burden on the Lord to release it? It doesn't say to hold on to it, Right? To release it. In order for us to get off this weight off us, we have to let it go. We have to let it go.
There's times that people take their burdens, and I'm, I'm guilty of it. These transactions, these burdens, and they wear it like a coat or a pair of shoes that they're familiar with and they're comfortable. And they're not afraid to get out of it, but it's comfort. It's the familiarness. What's the Bible say about a familiar spirit? So you have that coat on. Got a little bit of warmth to it, a little comfort. You take it off, what do you feel? You get a little chill? wonder what that chill is. I'm just saying. Are we holding on to this stuff because it's so familiar and it's comfortable and we know what to expect? We know what's going to happen? Is that the reason? It could be. I'm just saying. Thank you, Lord. To release it, and he will sustain and uphold you. He will never allow righteousness to be shaken, the righteous to be shaken. Slip, fall, or fail. We ought to think that our Father in Heaven has a rope around us and a belt maybe or something and will let us get so far but just won't let us get that other far. Go to Ephesians 1.7. So we know that he's gentle and he will accept our burdens. And we know that he will never let us fail. You see what those verses are telling us? This verse is in Ephesians. English Standard. In him we will have redemption. Through the blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to his riches and glory. Through his blood. Did you guys get that? This cross that we see every week, where our Lord and Savior died and shed his blood for our transgressions. Have already been bought and paid for. So why are we carrying this stuff around? It sure seems to be like it's our choice, right? This is what it's looking like. I, I'm not making this up. This is, this is the Bible telling us. You can carry this stuff around or you can let it go. All these things that hold you back from going further in life to having a better relationship with Christ, to having a better relationship with our children and our spouse and our pastors and our family, church family. One thing is, we are not alone. Look to your left. Look to your right. Do you look alone? Do you look alone? Because there's so many times in life that we feel like we're just pulled off the side and we're there all ourselves. And that is a lie straight from hell. Straight from hell. Amplified. Amplified. Sorry about that. In him we have redemption. That is our deliverance and salvation. 
through the blood, which paid the penalty, which paid the penalty. Our penalty has been paid by the blood of Jesus. So why are we carrying this around? Why? Why do we not give it up? Let's go to Hebrews 43, 16, and 18. Rich, you got that yet? Forty-three, sixteen, and eighteen. Sixteen through eighteen. Sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Oh, I'm sorry, Isaiah. Did I do Hebrews? No, sorry. Hebrews eight twelve. I'm ahead of myself. Sorry. Thank you for keeping me in line. Thank you. We're in Hebrews eight. Hebrews 8, chapter 8, verse 12. Think of standard version. For I will be merciful toward your iniquities, and I will remember their sin no more. Is that plain and simple? Do you understand that? If not, let's go to the Amplified. I like that. I like the Amplified. Well, actually... If you go to the Amplified, the King James, you go to the English Standard, King James, Amplified, and Amplified Classic, they're all word for word. So that's telling me you can't make that line, that sentence, that statement any simpler. There's not much more that can be done except what's being said. And I will remember, saith the Lord, your sins no more. Why do we remember them? Right. Why do we go, well, I, 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 you know, um, I did this once, so that means I'm not qualified. I want to say something worldly, but I better not. It's, a, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> All right, so you guys get that. So, we can go to our Father without, with, with, and have a tender heart. He's not going to cast us out. Actually, he's going to save us. And he will not, he will remember our sins no more. If What gives us the stinking right to remember our own sins if God the Father, our Father, doesn't remember them anymore? Are we not supposed to follow what he leads and tells us to do? So if we remember what our past and our past transgressions, who's pulling those strings? So who are we bowing and kneeling to? I don't think it's the Lord, Father, or God, is it? Pastor Ken, is it? I'm just, this is a construction working guy being told that I can come without, come to the Lord, Father, in peace. I can come to him and he's going to hold me mercifully and not let me fail. And what I bring to him and let him mercifully give to him, he's not going to remember forever. Why are we holding ourselves back? Why? 
tell you why. Well, now we can go to Isaiah 43, 16 through 18. It's easier to read it off this. Thus saith the Lord. You get it? The Lord. Thus saith the Lord. Who makes a way to the sea, in the sea, a path of his mighty waters. Now he's telling you how great he is. Thus saith the Lord, look at me, I did all this. True. I'm not saying, don't, okay? It goes down through and so forth, you know, and, and tells you the great things and so forth. Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of the old. So he goes through to tell you who he is. and validates it by his accomplishments, and then goes through to tell us not to remember the things of old. So we have a father that will take us, you know, we can come to him with anything, and he won't persecute us. Tells us that he'll hold us to him and keep us safe. And then at the end he tells us not to remember so why do we remember? It's a choice. Remember, God gives us free will. But he strongly says, choose life. I remember that verse. You can choose this or you choose this, but I strongly tell you to choose life. How many times do we go before the cross and say, Lord, release me of these things. Release me of these things. Lord, release me of these things. And you get up and walk away and you're still carrying them around. You walk through life and you're still carrying them around. Year goes by, same thing. Feeling sad because I'm the chains, everything I just told you about. Well, I, it, well, I did, you know, whatever, whatever, fill in the blanks. A year later we go to cross and we have an anointing time and we feel the, the release. And we still walk off with our burdens. When are we going to have a time where we go to the cross? Forgive me for this. We go to the cross, we say, God, forgive us. Forgive me for this. Annihilate them. And we... We leave them. Whew, that feels good. We leave them. That day's got to be now. We didn't go through our sermon, what we did this morning, and have the Lord tell you, have this on my heart to tell you guys, for nothing. We could have ended service and had a great service. But the time's now. For the body, Pastor talked about last week about everything in, in 2023 that we're going to do and how we're going to go forward. How can we go forward carrying all that crap with us? How can we affect Muskegon and revive Muskegon carrying all that crap with us? The day's now. 
And I strongly, strongly suggest that you get it done. Allow. Here's proof. If you never had proof before, here's the scriptures. If you want my notes, I'll give them to you. I'll make copies. Somebody will make copies. Whatever. If you want them. But don't leave this building today without making it right. Don't leave this building today without leaving them at the altar and leaving refreshed, enlightened. You're better off with, to God with them gone and you're better off to the person you're trying to help. You're better off to your family. You're better off to the church. Don't leave this building without getting rid of your transgressions. The altar will be open. Come with a broken heart. Don't be dumb and stupid like me and get so broken from a sticking skateboard. Bleed in front of your daughter to get this through your head. Today's the day. Today's the day. And any time from this point on, you get rid of them today. You get something in your head that says, remember that? No, you say, take those. What's the, mind, what's the Bible say about taking your mind captive every day? Renewing your mind every day. You take that thought, you throw it right back where it came from. So that, no, no. No, no more. It's not part of me, no more. That's what you remember maybe, but that's not what I remember. My God, my Father tells me not to remember no more, so I'm not going to remember. <laughs> See the hand. That's what you got to do. Is it going to be easy? I don't think so. Is it going to be rewarding? Absolutely. Absolutely it's rewarding. It will make you a better person. It will make your relationship a better relationship. It will make your walk with the Lord much better. You will hear and communicate like you've never been able to hear and communicate from the Lord. And that's what we're trying to do as Christians, followers of Christ, to commune. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.